Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ya ayyuhal muslimun. To the long-time listener and first-time visitor, we welcome you to this episode. Now without further ado, let's get into it. Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa man tamassaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin thumma amma ba'd. Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil islami wa sunnah. Ya ibad, ya ibadullah. In continuing talking about those evil and despicable and disgusting and nasty characteristics, those characteristics that are the characteristics of the hypocrites, of the hypocrites. We've taken the first characteristic, and that is, as the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, "Ida hadatha kadhaba," that when they speak, they lie. When they speak, they they lie and they tell and they say things that are not true. Naam. So now, in today's lesson, we want to look at the second and third characteristics. The second and the third characteristics from these evil, yani khisal, these evil characteristics. And that is, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he goes on and he says, وَإِذَا وَعَدَ أَخْلَفَ وَإِذَا وَعَدَ أَخْلَفَ نعم, when they give, make a promise, they break it. They break their promise. Naam. fajara, And when they dispute or they get into an argument with someone, an altercation with someone, then they fajara. They act in a nasty and a foul manner. Naam. They act in a manner that is nasty, that is foul, that is transgressive, that is extra, as the youth they will say. And inshallah ta'ala will come to see exactly what enters into that and what that entails. But let's look at the second characteristic. A person who breaks their promises. They break their promises. They say they're going to do something, then they don't do it. Naam. Let's look at this because this is from the characteristics of the hypocrites. This is a characteristic that is unbefitting of a believer. This characteristic is unbefitting of a believer. Period. Why? Because it's a characteristic of the, of the, of the hypocrites. Naam. And no one in their right mind should want to act like a hypocrite. In any event, إِخْلَافُ الْوَعْدِ قَالَ فَضِيلَةُ الشَّيْخِ الْعَلَامَ عَبْدُ الْمَحْسَنِ الْعَبَادِ الْبَدَرِ He mentions, he says, Breaking, the, breaking a promise, وَذَلِكَ بِأَنْ يَعِدَ عِدَةً وَفِي نِيَّتِهِ أَلَّا بِهَا Is that a person, they will make a promise. And while they are making this promise, they intend to not fulfill it. They intend to not fulfill the promise. Naam. So they're making a promise and they know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, keep this promise. Naam. They're lying when they make the promise. This, this is what is being spoken about here. That when they make a promise, they break it. Naam. The Sheikh Yuzani mentioned something that's very important because I know the believer, the believer should always be scared of being a hypocrite. The believer is the one who fears hypocrisy. The only people who don't fear falling into hypocrisy are who? Are the hypocrites themselves. Naam. The Sheikh Yuzani says, فَأَمَّا إِذَا وَعَدَ وَهُوَ عَزِمٌ عَلَى الْوَفَاءِ بِالْوَعْدِ فَطَرَأَ لَهُ مَا يَمْنَعُهُ مِنَ الْوَفَاءِ فَهُوَ مَعْذُورٌ He said, but... The one who 
They, in, they make a promise. And when they make this promise, they are truthful in it. They fully intend on fulfilling it. But then something happens. Something comes up. Unexpected. And it prevents them from fulfilling their promise. Then this person is excused. This person is excused. Ma'dhur. So I want you to keep that in mind. That if a person makes a promise and you fully intend on completing it and fulfilling this, this promise and then something happens that prevents you, then you are excused. Then you are excused. And um, this is important for us to know for ourselves and also in dealing with others. If something they promise us something and then something happens, they can't do it, then they're excused and we should excuse them. There comes a hadith and the sunan of Imam Abu Dawood. عن عبد الله بن عامر on the authority of عبد الله بن عامر أنه قال he said دعتني أمي يوما ورسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قاعد في بيتنا he said that my mother called me one day while the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم he was sitting in our house فقالت so she said, Yani, come here, I'm gonna give you something. Come, I'm gonna give you something. So the Prophet he said unto her, he asked her, What 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 do you what do you intend to give him? Like what you know, you told him, come what are you gonna give him? She said, I'm going to give him some dates. Naam. فَقَالَ لَهَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَمَّا إِنَّكِ لَوْ لَمْ تُعْتِيهِ شَيْئًا كُتِبَتْ عَلَيْكِ كِذْبَةً The Prophet Sallallahu in teaching. And this is why yani, um, he asked her this question. He wanted to teach a lesson. He said, If it is such, as you do not give him anything, then it will be written upon you a lie. It'll be written upon you a lie that you told a lie. Then, to teach us the importance of seeking to tell the truth, telling the truth, yani, and being truthful, honest, and dealing with one, with one another. And if we promise someone something, that we fully intend on completing that promise. And if we don't, then it's written upon us a lie. Then, it's written upon us a lie. Now, if it is such as a person, they, they, they lie... And say they're going to do something and make a promise. And they know all the while they are not going to do it. They do not plan on fulfilling this promise. Then this is from the characteristics of the hypocrites. This person is like acting like a hypocrite. Now, this is how the hypocrites act. So we have to avoid that and stay away from that. There are a few things that I want just to, just to quickly point out from this hadith. One, the Prophet ﷺ, he engaged us as a teacher lesson. Two, when you look at what the Prophet ﷺ said to her. And you look at her responses to the Prophet ﷺ, they use enough words to convey what was needed to be conveyed. And that's it. They did not go beyond that. Now, this is a very important point when interacting with the opposite sex. That you, when you have to interact with them, you interact with them in a manner and you say what you need to say straight to the point and you don't add anything else to it.
Now, you say what you say, straight to the point, you're adding This doesn't mean you have to be robotic, it doesn't mean you have to be unpolite, anything like that. No, you be polite, right? And you show good manners. But you only say what you have to say. You don't go beyond that. You don't go beyond that. So when you look to what the, the Prophet Sallallahu he asked her, he asked her very few words. What do you intend on giving him? That's all he said. Look at her response. I'm going to give him dates. She didn't say anything else. I'm going to give him dates. Sit. And then look at the response of the Prophet Sallallahu and if you don't, if it is such as you don't give him anything, then it's going to be written upon you a lot. You didn't say anything else. This is how we are to interact with the opposite sex. Straight to the point, polite manner. We don't have to be rude and disrespectful. No, not at all. Straight to the point, polite. I said what I need to say to fulfill whatever need to be conveyed. That's it. Now I'm quiet. Very important. Anyway. Anyway, this here, it shows us exactly what is intended when it says that when they, when they make a promise, they break their promise. The next one, the next characteristic is that when they argue, they fejara. They become belligerent, indignant. They take things beyond its bounds. right? They become abusive, so on and so forth. The Sheikh, he mentions, he says, الفجور في الخصومة والمعنى that they are they have fujur they come with this disrespectful and indignant and rebunctious and unbefitting behavior when arguing نعم they argue in a most nasty despicable manner the meaning of this أن يكون الإنسان عند الخصومة مع غيره يغضب from this is that an individual when they argue with other people they become extremely mad. Naam. So that enters into that. They become extremely mad. And whatever will transpire and result from uncontrolled anger. Naam. So they become mad. So they may hit a person. They may rough a person up. You know? They may verbally abuse a person. They may start to curse at a person and cuss and curse and use foul language and say bad things and insult people. Now, they may go on today, insult the people's family, insult their friends, insult their loved ones, so on and so forth. They just, yeah, they uncontrolled. This enters into that. Yagba. Now, they get mad and they, and they act on that mad. Where Tajawas and Adil and Elvun also enters into this is that they go beyond the bounds from justice to what? To oppression. They start to oppress a person when they're arguing with a person. And I, want you to, I want you to pay very close attention to this. Because sometimes when it comes to mind that they um, act in an indignant and disrespectful manner when arguing, it comes to mind the first meeting. They get mad, and then when they get mad, they start you know, cussing, cursing, yelling, striking, hitting, like this, right? This is what comes to a person's mind. <clears throat> but also what, 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 what enters into that is that they go beyond the bounds and they start to oppress a person. So they argue with a person and they start to oppress a person. Because you can do this without being over the board. You don't, you don't have to you know, have any physical or, or any uh, apparent signs of anger upon you. It could be calm and cool. Calm and cool. But he's being oppressive. He's oppressing the person. Now, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala, he says in his noble book, وَلَا يَجْرِمَنَّكُمْ شَنَآنُ قَوْمٍ عَلَىٰ أَلَّا تَعْدِلُوا And do not allow your hatred for a people to lead you to be unjust, to oppress them. Naam? Just because you hate some people, don't, don't, that doesn't mean now you go to oppress them. No. This can be found in Surah Al-Ma'idah, verse number 8. So just because we hate people, this is not a justification to what? To oppress them. We hate them, so we're going to treat them wrong. Oh, I hate that person. Let me get them now. I hate her. Let me stick it to her now. And I don't like her no more. Huh? No. Cannot do this. Can't do this. Okay? It's very important. Also, just because someone has done something wrong unto us, this does not give us justification to do wrong unto them. Naam, and to oppress them. It does not give us justification to oppress them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in his noble book, وَلَا يَجْرِمَنَّكُمْ شَنَآنُ قَوْمٍ أَنْ صُدُّوكُمْ عَنِ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ Listen to this. أَنْ تَعْتَدُوا And do not allow your hatred for a people because they prevented you from the Masjid al-Haram, they prevented you from the Kaaba. They barred you, prevented you from making Umrah and coming to the, uh, uh, the Kaaba. Naam. Don't allow that to make you be unjust. Don't allow that to cause you to transgress, to transgression and hostility. You know what comes after that? You know what Allah Ta'ala, He says after that? That famous portion of the ayah that a lot of people they either know or have heard of many, many times before. And help and cooperate with one another upon piety, upon righteousness, virtue, and piety, and do not cooperate with one another upon sin and transgression. What taqullah? And fear Allah. Naam. Inna Allah shadidul iqab. Because Allah Ta'ala, He is severe in punishment. So we have to treat people with justice. Even people who we hate. Even people who have done wrong to us. We still have to treat them with justice. This is the way of the believer. They're also into something, something else into this. Into fujur. Naam. So I want you to understand all aspects. Person gets mad and you know they start acting over overboard, yelling, cussing, cursing, hitting, striking, so on and so forth. That that's a part of it. Also is a part of it, a person just transgressing the bounds. Now you could be calm and collective, cool. And you oppressing somebody because you hate them or because they did you wrong previously. So now it's payback. You can't allow that. You can't allow that. Understand? Also, it enters into this a very evil portion was enters into this. Al Fujur, Al Mail, the Sheikh mentions Al Mail Al Haq, Al Ihtiyalu Fi Raddihi, is that you intentionally lie and you make the truth seem like it's wrong. That you intentionally lie and you're very deceptive in rejecting the truth. Now, you understand? That an individual 
they will lie and they will deceptively reject the truth. This enters into fujur. This enters into fujur. Man. So, how do we understand this a little more? Imam Ibn Rajab, he mentions in Jami' al-Uloom al-Hikam, he mentions, فَإِذَا كَانَ الرَّجُلُ ذَا قُدْرَةٍ عِنْدَ الْخُصُومَةِ سَوَاءٌ كَانَتْ خُصُومَتُهُ فِي الدِّينِ أَوْ فِي الدُّنْيَا He said if an individual, regardless of whether they're arguing about the religious affair or they're arguing about an affair of the dunya, if they have the ability, when they're arguing with a person about that, that they could gain victory by way of falsehood. Naam, gain victory by using falsehood. And they present it in a way that the person thinks that it's true. So they start twisting facts. They start lying. They start being deceptive. They start using all of these deceptive manners of a falsehood. So as to prove their point and win an argument as such as they convince the person that it is true. Now, as, as a youth, they will say they gaslight the person. Older heads, they may say they, they gas the person up. They gas them up. They, 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 they gaslight them, gas them up, soup them up, trick them, deceive them into believing that a lie is actually true. Right? Now... This, this is a very important because you can be cool and calm while you do this. You don't have to be all, rah, 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 rah. no, you can be cool and calm. And you can do this when you're arguing. Person saying, I'm not acting, you know, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I'm not acting uh, 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 belligerent. I'm cool. I didn't even raise my voice. But see, this is the point. You don't have to raise your voice. You don't have to raise your voice to argue in a most disrespectful and unjust manner. You don't have to because also, also enters into that is that you, you, you trick a person and you present falsehood as if it is the truth in order to win your argument. And you take the truth, you belittle it, disregard it, and you make the truth seem like it's wrong. You make the truth seem like it's wrong. You swindle. You con. You make the truth seem like it is wrong. Person say, no, but it happened like this. No, it didn't. Because of X, Y, Z. And it's so eloquent and so slick and so smooth that they make the truth seem like it's wrong. And they make the, the falsehood seem like it's right. Oh, maybe they did. This enters into this evil characteristic. Imam Ibn Qayyim, he goes on to mention, he says, Kana thalika, and I want you to listen to this, Kana thalika min aqbah al-muharramat wa min akhbath al-khisad al-nifaq. He said that verily this is from the most evil, the most nasty and despicable sins. And it is from the worst and the most vile of the characteristics of the hypocrite, it is from their most vile characteristic that they will present something upon other than what it really is and make it seem like it is what it is not. The most evil characteristic of the hypocrites, the most ugly characteristic of the hypocrites is this characteristic. 
So it is important, it is a must that we fully understand and conceptualize what enters into acting in a foul, indignant manner when arguing. It's not just yelling and hitting and screaming. That's the, it enters into it. That's a part of it. But you can also fall into this without yelling, hitting, and screaming. So, we have to stay away from these evil and despicable characteristics. I encourage everyone to know and understand this hadith. Write it down in your notebooks. Memorize it. Those who have the ability to memorize it. ta'ala. It's down in the description. So you can look at the text of the hadith. You can write it out, inshallah, ta'ala. Memorize this hadith. Understand this hadith. This hadith is very important. This hadith is very important because it is a must that we learn what to do so that we can do it. And it is a must that we also learn what not to do so we know full and well what to stay away from upon knowledge. This is very important. Very important, okay? So I want everyone, inshallah ta'ala, to be serious. Get the hadith down in the description. Benefit from it. Memorize it. Learn it. Share it with others. So you teach others, listen, you don't, don't, don't do this. Don't do this. This is evil. Don't do this. Okay? So inshallah ta'ala, check it out. Benefit from these other uh, playlists and, and, and things, right? Whatever they may be on the screen somewhere. Okay? Benefit from those, inshallah ta'ala. Until next time we meet. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.